have asked for and received a call from State Representative David Rowe of the 85th District, Lewisburg resident and uh, a freshman lawmaker. But uh, this isn't a political call, but I will say that in the Pennsylvania spring primary election, a resourceful person would find that name, uh, David Rowe. So he's on the line. Thank you so much for checking in this morning. We very much appreciate that. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning. Thank you very much for having me on, Mark. All right. Well, in your uh, email yesterday, you caution, not caution, what would you say you advised people make sure that they're using even more common sense than maybe they would have otherwise when it comes to the governor's request? Right. I'm, I'm sure if you've been watching on Facebook, you've seen the people posting the statuses saying, hey, you know, not to brag, but I was washing my hands before it was cool. Um, so, you know, you, you, you have these, these sensible measures that you can definitely take towards prevention. Um, you know, we are encouraging businesses to take very common sense uh, measures towards prevention. Uh, but the reality is that the communication yesterday was, uh, was very poor. There was a lot of miscommunication, both on the part of the governor's administration, but also uh, very much so on the part of the Associated Press, which did have a huge blunder, which they eventually corrected. Uh, much later, but they never uh, admitted any error on their part. Right, they just revised it, which is not a correction. Yeah, they never right. never admit mistakes, Dave. That's their first rule. Well, that's not true, but they didn't <laughs> yesterday and should have anyway. But anyway, go ahead, Dave. Yes, so so just to clarify for, for any and all business owners that, that may be listening or friends and family of business owners, that there is no closure mandate. Uh, the governor did suggest it. He strongly suggested it, uh, but the governor does not have any authority to mandate that closure. Uh, some of the confusion that was taking place uh, surrounding restaurants and bars uh, is based on the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board's ability to mandate closures of licensees. Uh, but that power does not extend to dining facilities. Uh, in addition, the uh, letter that was sent from the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board to licensees uh, merely used the word advice and strongly encouraged closures. Uh, I, the letter that I read, I did not interpret as a mandate to be closed either. So I think there was unfortunately quite a bit of miscommunication, whether within the uh, administration itself or whether it is a miscommunication on the dissemination level. Uh, but the governor needs to very clearly uh, uh, explain to people exactly what the directives are and his uh, agencies need to do the same. Dave, what's your sense of your colleagues feeling about this in the House? You know, did he, should he have been more clear? Should he have just, um, well, you said he can't mandate it. Should, uh, do you agree with what he did? So unfortunately, I did, the, we were in session yesterday down in Harrisburg, uh, and the governor called for a legislative update conference call at 1 p.m., the exact time that we were supposed to gavel into session, as we gavel into session every Monday. Uh, so the governor knew that and uh, scheduled the call anyway. Uh, there were no Democrats on the House floor. Only Republicans were there during the gaveling in. Presumably the other rest of them were on the conference call that we didn't know about uh, until it had already started. Uh, so I think there was a general consensus that the communication from the governor has been poor, whether intentionally so or just coincidentally so. Uh, the communication between the, the executive branch and the legislative branch has been very poor. We want to definitely work with the governor on these issues, but it's very hard to do so when he's not communicating with us. Do you think the businesses should shut down? I think businesses should be able to use whatever caution they want. You know, the, the government does not have the right to tell a private business owner to shut down. For some businesses, 
they might want to take that precaution. You know, maybe some of these businesses are owned by individuals who are potentially in the higher risk category, and they may choose to shut down for their own personal safety. But we need to realize that it's, it's important to be safe, but for a lot of these families, it's also important to put food on the table. And the vast, uh, a vast percentage, I forget the exact number, but a large percentage of Americans statistically only have about two weeks of savings in their uh, in their bank accounts. And so if we start taking away people's jobs, if we start closing businesses, we're going to be facing a much larger crisis as families struggle to put food on their tables. A lot of these businesses that the uh, the governor's uh, suggested closure rule applies to, uh, restaurants, bars, and the like, uh, a lot of those employees tend to be employees that are, are reliant upon those sources of income. Uh, these aren't side jobs for most of these people. So when the governor is uh, encouraging people to close, he's taking away sources of revenue for, for uh, mothers and fathers uh, who have children to feed. Uh, and I think that we need to be very cautious as we continue forward that we don't create a larger crisis than there already is. And what should everyone do? Uh, should we go to businesses, whether they're open or not? What should you and I do? I, I'm going to tell you, Mark. I'm keeping my business open, and we have doubled up our cleaning protocol. We clean our, we clean the the gym every day. Uh, we're cleaning it. We're uh, doubling up on the Cloroxing of uh, of bathrooms and door handles and equipment. Uh, so I think that businesses should be taking sensible precautions on prevention. Uh, but I think that you and I, as consumers, uh, need to realize that the businesses that we typically patronize are still our friends, family, and neighbors uh, who rely on our patronage to feed their own families. Uh, so I think taking sensible precautions is, is a huge factor, but I think that we still need to be supporting our small business owners uh, because during crises like this, it's the small businesses that get hurt the most. Um, you know, you're seeing these buyouts of products as an uh, unintended consequence of the panic that's been created, uh, whether it's at Walmart or Sam's Club or Costco, they're, they're getting all bought out. Uh, but the little guys are being left out, and uh, now we're under the impression they need to close, which they do not. Uh, so we need to think about the long-term ramifications, especially on our small business owners and our economy, uh, of, of, uh, of allowing a panic to ensue. Well, Dave, the state has a role to play in this somewhere. Is it in making sure that supplies are equitably distributed so that there aren't shortages in different parts of the state or different, different parts of even a given area? So the, the state's doing a couple things. I'm, I'm sure you guys are probably well aware, and I apologize. I was on a call earlier, so I didn't hear the beginning of the show. Uh, but the, the governor has declared the disaster declaration. The Pennsylvania Department of Health and Pima, uh, the Pennsylvania Emergency Management Agency, are setting up rapid testing pods, uh, especially in southeastern PA, the hot zone, uh, to, to try and stem the the spread or at least determine where the spread will be uh, will be heading. Uh, so the state is definitely taking proactive steps there. Uh, in the General Assembly yesterday, uh, we did unanimously approve a rules change to allow for temporary proxy voting, uh, which will allow legislators who are either from the hot zones or legislators who may be concerned about being infected to vote by proxy from their district offices. Uh, that proxy voting rule will expire when the governor lifts the uh, lifts the uh, health crisis mandate, uh, health crisis declaration, or if the uh, General Assembly passes the concurrent resolution of the same thing. Um, in regards to, to, to rationing out supplies, I think that's definitely a step that the government does not need to be taking at this point. I think the government has unintentionally created supply shortages by fostering uh, a certain level of panic, uh, but I think that uh, 
stepping into that degree would be definitely uh, only exacerbating the issue. Um, a, a doctor from the University of uh, Toronto in Canada uh, put out an interesting piece yesterday talking about the unintended and hidden consequences of scenarios like this, uh, where uh, patients who think that they might be infected because the, the uh, virus is all-consuming of the, the media messaging uh, are clogging up hospitals and patients that truly need treatment uh, end up getting sidelined. So the health crisis tends to actually uh, become worse uh, due to the 24-hour cycle and the, the perpetual cause of concern. Uh, I, I don't think that rationing is something that needs to be taking place yet. If businesses want to have their own measures, uh, I know that Wise Markets uh, briefly put in place a limit per customer on uh, toilet paper and Clorox wipes. And if a, if a business wants to make put those sort of uh, limitations in place on their own, I think that's perfectly fine and maybe even a prudent move. Uh, but I don't think the government should be intervening in the uh, private sector any more than it already does. Well, I got to tell you, as a reg- if I'm just a regular consumer, I'm going to be listening to this. I'm going to be really confused and unhappy that the Democratic governor ordered this and the Republican lawmaker said you don't have to do it. I, I just want to know what I should do. Where can I get factual, objective, nonpartisan information about what actions we should take? But you can definitely, uh, to his credit, the governor uh, did in his statement, uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, as you pointed out, I think just a little bit before I called in, uh, he himself said that participating in this business shutdown was voluntary. Um, the, the, uh, uh, the, the Associated Press unfortunately ran with that uh, and mischaracterized it. I would have hoped that the governor would have clarified uh, a little quicker than he did, but he did put out a press release this morning, um, a uh, update on uh, the guidance for businesses, and he did use the words strongly urge, I'm sorry, the, the governor didn't use those words, the secretary of the Department of Community Economic Development, uh, Dennis Davin, used the words that it was strongly urged. So the most recent press release out from the administration uh, did clarify that it is not mandatory, that it is a merely a strong urging on the part of the administration. All right. Thank you so much, yeah, thanks, David. Dave. You have an open mic here anytime. Please keep us informed. Check back in and uh, let us know what's, what's next, and that'll be part of the public information campaign to make sure that uh, all accurate information is going out over the radio. Thank you, sir. Hey, thank thanks, you Dave. very much, Mark. And if you have any listeners who have any pressing issues, emergency issues, questions, uh, they can feel free to reach out to my office, our office in Mifflinburg. Uh, is still open. We would encourage people to call uh, 570-966-0052 if they have issues, or use our website. Uh, it's just www.repdavidrow.com. There's a contact form there as well. So if people have questions, comments, emergency concerns, I would encourage them to please reach out. Uh, please call or email or use the website whenever possible. Uh, but if that is not an option, we do still allow for walk-ins. Uh, just wash your hands before you come. That's all we ask. All right. We got you. Thank you Thanks. so much, uh, David Thank Rowe. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good one. Take care. Appreciate that. All right. Oh, <laughs> that sounds ironic, doesn't it? Uh, you don't need to worry about a thing. The governor's all wrong, but please don't come to my office and <laughs> infect my staff. All right. Well, I think what he's talking about are prudent precautions. We'll take you know? a quick break. We got callers, texts, yeah. emails, and everybody's yeah, standing Mike, by. Mike, hang on. We got you, buddy, in a minute. We'll be right back. 
the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to 